0: Told you. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> that's a bad beat. I don't care what you say. Yeah, you got to bob your head on that.
1: It's dope. Hey,
0: <laughs> Wakanda for life.
1: Can I IG you?
0: Absolutely. Guests talking before they they introduce. Hey! That's when you know you're ghetto, when you don't follow directions. Hey! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. We're excited today because we're doing our Boss Lady Series. This is part two of Women in Business. We have with us some special uh, accomplished women today. I'm going to start off by introducing Sharnae Smith. Esquire. Yes. She's an attorney, an author, speaker, serial entrepreneur. She got so much stuff on her bio. I we I run out <laughs> of time reading it. So we uh excited. Welcome Charnay Thank Great you. Great to have you with us. We also have with us Natasha Jazz Perry. We going with Jazz. We are. She's a finance and sales professional with over twenty-one years of experience in multiple industries. For over ten years, she's helped guide the careers of aspiring entrepreneurs helping them to transition from self-employment to a keen focus, transition into self-employment with a keen focus on financial management. Really want to hear about that. She's also built a successful real estate career. Uh, And in addition to all that, she's also currently highly regarded as an accountant with a CPA firm called Halt, Boozers, and Powell. You do all that? do. Man. I need to figure out how you do all that stuff. Then lastly, but certainly not least, we have Dr. Christy Hall. That's for real. She got an earned doctorate. Uh, Previously certified yoga instructor, wellness coach, adjunct, affiliate professor at Loyola's University graduate program in Baltimore, and a forensic psychologist. I really want to know more about that. (laughs) Forensic psychologists are All the crazy people. I want you all to turn your podcast up because we got some help for you in fact i want to ask you first of all welcome thank y'all thank y'all, you. Thank thank y'all you. for being here welcome dr christie jazz Charnay. thank y'all for being here um i want y'all to briefly tell our listeners about your business what you do the stuff you do and and yeah that's the, so briefly tell us what you do okay. whoever wants to go first say your name and then which
2: all right Hello, everybody. I am Charnay, and I uh, just recently, I would say last year, started a personal brand for myself. Because I do so many things, like Rattle stated, is on my bio, I wanted a way to combine them and to seek out my passions. Um, I formerly had just a law firm, but I didn't want to do just a law firm. Um, because I'm a lawyer, doesn't mean all I have to do is law. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I wanted to do was kind of combine my passions. So, currently, my personal brand is Charnay Smith, and I do practice some law um i do estate planning and business law through that um but also through that i i do consulting and speaking um you know under those subject matters so
0: nice what i do nice where'd you go to school
2: um i actually well i was born in dc raised here in pg county Um, i went to I graduated from GW University in D.C.
0: Prince George's County. I don't want nobody. Yeah. Saying, I went you know, to Largo <laughs> right off the street. I'm a Largo High School
2: graduate. Can't say PG County. A minute County. ago. Oh, Prince George's mm-hmm. County. Gorgeous
0: Prince George's.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's what you they You went to Largo? Went. I did. Okay. Some time ago. And um, I went to law school in North Carolina, a school called Campbell Law.
0: Okay. Great, great. Jazz, tell us a little bit about your business sis okay
3: all right. <laughs> yeah i was gonna question where should i start so i'm a finance professional and i've been in accounting and finance for 21 years now and mm-hmm. accounting has always been my passion numbers have always been my passion but along that journey i also wanted to mentor and so mm-hmm. when i bought my house I became curious about real estate. And because my process went so, so fast because I knew the realtor, I mm-hmm. was like, I want to know more about this. So I went to study for that in addition to going to school for accounting um, to get my real estate license. So that's how and why I went been to school for both at the same time. Yes. Wow. And so that's why I've been a realtor for 10 years and also mm-hmm. working at the CPA firm because I wanted to mentor, but I wanted to also pay my bills yeah. and mm-hmm. also that money. build money. <laughs> build a business so I'm able to meet new people because everybody has questions about real estate and investing and they have questions about their money so I'm able to pour all of that into whoever asked for it while getting paid.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Dr. Christy Hall. Yes. Tell us about your businesses. What well, you're doing.
1: What I'm doing, I do have a couple of businesses actually um, and I'll explain a couple of them um, as I go, but like Charnay, um, I didn't just want to practice psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I am a trained clinician, um, but my passion I wanted to like bridge them. So I've always been eager and interested in working out. I'm like a workout fiend, um, but. I don't want to be, never wanted to be a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in the mental health aspect of it. Um, Mm. I had my own issues and struggled with weight loss and weight maintenance, and Mm -hmm. you know how to contain that. And oftentimes, people do struggle the most with the mental health aspect of it, and they kind of like forget about that. Mm. Like people will spend money on a nutritionist. I do have my business partner here, Joe, and she's a nutritionist, and they do spend money on the food and the workouts and you know the health membership and the gyms but they forget hey what am i like the underlying part you know so that's my interest and um so i started wholesome minds llc Mm -hmm. and i am a mental health coach and what does that mean that kind of means changing and reframing how you think about yourself how you think about your self image how you think about your body image how Mm -hmm. did i get here how do i get from point a to point b
0: so i want to start there like There's a mental health aspect to physical health.
1: Absolutely. You didn't know. I see you post your videos. This is (laughs) is groundbreaking.
0: (laughs) Now, this is groundbreaking. I realize if that's true, I'm not fat. I'm just crazy. (laughs) I just need to feel, feel, feel... Yeah. No. Man, this ain't fat. This is science. This is fat. cat. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this is this is a, mis- a mental health issue.
1: It's right. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. need me. It there. ain't a donut issue. It ain't a donut oh. issue. It ain't a donut. I- Why are you eating them donuts?
0: <laughs> I love them i know i um, <laughs> i know i might get one when this <laughs> one <long>. depends <laughs> on how depends on how effective you are <laughs>
1: listen we had to you know barter for some sessions you pray for me i you know I'll come so you.
0: so like if you could <laughs> give like a like a summation like break that down what is the connection between a person's mental health state mm-hmm. and their health like their physical health or their you you're saying there's a connection. Absolutely. Tired or not, like make that connection for me. Okay,
1: her. so let's take you for instance.
0: No, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, I'll You be can do to can
3: me. It. I love cake the way he loves donuts. Okay. All ah, right. yeah, get okay. on her.
1: So, what's the reason that you eat your cake? She it, crazy.
3: It feels good when I'm consuming the cake. It just makes me feel. Uh, Yes, I can't put it into words, but it's a comforting feeling when I eat the cake. Right.
1: So, people eat for several different reasons. They eat, one, because they're hungry. Most people, you know, in the U.S. Nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But sugar, oh my gosh, it's like crack cocaine, right? You know that with the donuts, but we're not talking about you. So, with (laughs) the cake. (laughs) (laughs) And people also eat for comfort, like you said. So... Sometimes, so we do. We eat for all different types of reasons. We eat because we're sad. We eat because we're happy. Oh, I closed in this house. Let me go get this piece of cake. Oh, mm-hmm. I broke up with my yeah, boyfriend. celebration right. cake. Right, celebration accurate. for real. My man, accurate. Accurate. Real. My man on I didn't close. Let me I get some close. cake. I didn't close. Let me go get <laughs> some some cake. Get my daughter that got that money. Right. My daughter got on my nerves. Let me go get <laughs> this cake. Yeah. cake. Right, yes. like so. There's, there's absolutely. Do you, see, do you see the emotional component? Yeah. Okay. So before we even get to that point. My goal is to kind of help you, whether you eat the cake or not, but to understand what's the reason that you got to that point. What's the reason that so you? So know why you're
0: doing it. it. That's progress. The why behind it.
1: Absolutely, the why behind it. Okay. And then, so you know, we don't have to celebrate every single day, y'all. Okay. Not with the cake, at mm. least. So I'm not saying don't eat the cake, but if you eat that piece of cake every single day for 365, how much? Extra? Are you putting on? Sometimes
0: you know? I do feel bad afterwards if I eat a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a. Do you the see the emotional component? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying don't. Like we don't want to live that broadcast. restrictive environment. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying don't be sad. Don't be sad. Don't be
0: sad. We're gonna get we cake go. and donuts. <laughs> yeah. <that>. It <laughs> I, know where I'm going. I know where I'm
3: going. I'm going to Del Frisco's with the lemon cake. Actually. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: that lemon cake is see, seriously look beautiful. What just happened it <laughs> was a mine butter, and, and a butter looked cake. up do you
1: see do and you see and the ice cream do, with you, it. See that? it. do you see that that's
0: amazing nah she's starting stuff
3: it's <laughs> It's the feeling associated with the thought of I getting see the cakes. He
0: it. looked
1: up into the sky yeah, when he visual. thought about it. It was some um, yeah, some thought real. bubbles over his head about right. the cake.
0: All right, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> about women in business. Thank Get you. out mine. Okay. okay. Let me ask all of you a question about. Okay, so what we wanted to do in this in this podcast series is focus on women who are doing great things in business, but also like. What the challenges is you faced in doing it, like, what what are they inherited? Like, is there some challenges that are inherited to being a woman? Because y'all have like, almost oh, I said on uh, last week's podcast, y'all have like a almost like a double, um, double negative, like edge. a double disc- discrimination setup. Right. You're not just black; you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like being black is tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Le- y'all probably won't get shot in a police. Arrest, but there's some challenges being a black woman. What has that been like for y'all? And what are, what are the benefits of being a woman mm-hmm. in ministry? Well, tell me your story and and how they, how you've navigated through that in your in your in your professional journeys.
2: Okay, um, this is Sharni again, and I would say in the legal profession is largely white male um, right. and older white male at that. Right. Um, so when I first got into the legal field, it was very difficult. Um, even law school itself, I didn't go to an HBCU for law school. So even going through law school itself was very challenging to be one of 11 minorities in the entire school of 300 students. And then by the end of that school year, there were four of us. Left. Wow. Um, so that was very challenging. And then um, to get out into the actual field and to be in the boardrooms with literally nobody but white men mm. Mm. Um, and that, that was very difficult um, and then to look young so you know I got out of school it's 2018 I got out of school 8 years ago so I look young now You know, Mm -hmm. so imagine, you know, how I looked when I got out of school then. Mm -hmm. And so it was a thing of where I had to always prove myself or, you know, it was like, oh, you know, I I got looked at as oh, she's the intern or Mm -hmm. she's, Mm -hmm. you know, something else, anything else Mm -hmm. but an associate attorney. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then additionally, going before judges, you're the attorney representing a client in court and this, you know, white male judge is on the stand giving you extra questions, drilling you like you're in law school, and you're trying to put on a case, you Mm -hmm. know, and you're doing the case correctly. But what he's doing is um, pretty much, uh, what do you call it, doing a Socratic method, you Mm -hmm. know, against you to see if Mm -hmm. you know what you should know. But Mm -hmm. that's not not the point. It is the point is for me to put on my case, not for you to try to pick my brain to see if I know what I need to know. Um, So that's definitely something that was a challenge and I think I've grown as far as my youth, I've learned to use that for me. Um, as far as being a woman, I've learned to use that for me at this point because it, it is just a matter of believing in yourself enough to stick with it and stick with the process because eventually they do see, your, your work will you know prove everything it needs to for you. You don't have to feel like you prove anything. You just do what you have to do and eventually they rely on you.
0: So um, in that case it, it actually served you well mm-hmm. in that you you come more prepared because you're a woman have to that's mm-hmm. good have to because you know you're not going to get a pass at all do y'all feel that like y'all got to come oh, with it harder because you're a woman. absolutely
1: yeah. so this is dr christie similarly to charnay um so my primary job you always talk about you can't just leave your main job to mm, go don't, to don't you. be crazy you can't yeah. be crazy out here yeah. right so i work in a forensic hospital and again with you know being young or being young and then looking young mm-hmm. um i'm called everything but hey miss and this is not to degrade or downplay anyone else but i'm a nurse i'm a social worker i'm a wh- anything else except for a doctor mm-hmm. and so you know some of the other male doctor white i wonder i don't even know their first name sometimes just knowing by doctor I just knowing by doctor right. but i miss or they'll even right. call me by my first name hey yeah. christy um and then when i started teaching i'm at loyola (laughs) the class they i guess they thought i was another student and so when i went in to introduce myself i'm dr hall they were all like oh really because that's a primary you know white caucasian christian Mm -hmm. university Mm -hmm. um so sometimes it makes you question your own credibility Mm -hmm. um and you have to Like you were saying, Sharnae, work harder, be harder, be the first, you know, it's almost like you got to lay your credentials on the table and bring all my degrees to let you guys know that I'm valid, you know, but Mm -hmm. whereas other people don't have to do that, you know, Um, it's like, why do I have to always constantly prove myself? Um, Why can't I just be who I am? Why can't I have just worked hard to get to where I am? And, you know, being in forensics, I do have to go into the courtroom. I do have to testify at times. Um, So, you know, working with attorneys, they grill me harder or they may ask me, you know, certain questions. I mean, I wasn't valid or accredited or validated one time to testify. Um, And so I had to get my supervisor called in so that he could, you know, Validate me so I could testify. Mm. Um, so it's just a lot of hoops and hurdles and things that we have to jump through that you know your white counterparts don't have to do. Mm-hmm, um, sure. And it's very upsetting. But you can't always play the black card either, you know, because mm-hmm. then you don't want to be the angry white, right, the angry black woman right. in the meeting. Yeah. Um, sometimes I avoid <laughs> meetings so that I won't be the angry black woman in the meeting because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to speak up. I know I'm going to be, you know, vocal. So. You know, it's that fine line that you have to walk, and those are like the un, the the rules that you don't learn in school. Like mm-hmm. those are the unwritten rules that you only learn, you know, in the work setting. Like knowing how to follow up everything with the email. If it wasn't written, it didn't happen. So wow. um, those are those are the documentation, and you know, um, I. I I stopped being a supervisor at work for 2 years <laughs> because I had a um a Caucasian student try to, you know, validate my credentials and it just burned me up to my core so badly. I reacted by not by taking my name off the list until this year cuz I'm like, why do I have to go through that? Like why do why why is it okay for other people to, to not have to but I do?
0: You know, I think when you when the way when you were talking I thought about how important it is for your village and your community to call you Dr. Hall. Because I think the tendency is for you to relax those terms around people you're close to. Mm-hmm. But that needs to be how you're identified for several reasons. Why? Because it becomes normal in which you're you're addressed in that way. This is Dr. Hall. This is Dr. Hall. Instead of you saying, oh, no, I'm Christy because like, we're all cool. Mm-hmm. No, you're Dr. Hall because young students and young people need to hear that we have young people in this room right now that need to know that's a black doctor like you paid all that money went to all them classes took all them (laughs) tests you (laughs) deserve to have that title (laughs) right you
1: don't want to talk about the student (laughs) loans.
0: yeah like
1: that's a whole nother episode
0: (laughs) this is yeah no for real though like i think i think you can help you know by not don't 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 relax the title. Like, when you're in the gym, like, you're still Dr. Hall. I, I think that's very important in our community that we respect those who've who've gotten that, who've, uh, made that accomplishment. Thank you. And we got to, because because I, I feel like this, if you don't have credibility, you're, you know, people respect you when they know you're credible. Mm-hmm. And, and credibility is a derivative of the word credentials. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have some kind of credential. You can't sell a house if you don't have credentials right you can't go and represent a client in a courtroom if you don't have credentials all that stuff matters it does so i used to be cool with people calling me keith but i'm a pastor like mm-hmm. i'm your daggone pastor mm-hmm. like when you want me to funeralize you or marry you now you know no like and so i've i haven't done it consistently enough but i'm starting to uh, allow people i'm starting what i stopped doing was was start stop you know like say nah i'm cool you don't have to say that mm-hmm. you can call me. no i prefer you call me by the title that I've earned from my work, and mm-hmm. that's very important. Can I think I titles add matter. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, so we were talking. Well, um, Dr. Hall, <laughs> yes, um, she was talking about you know just just everything when it when it comes to you know the whole uh, just doing overdoing or doing more than what you know our our counterparts will have to do. But then there's also a thing of with being a woman and a black woman that depending on where you work, unfortunately there's this thing with an race too. It's not just white. Absolutely. It's a thing of where, at least with me, I'm tr- getting out of this. I'm working toward it. Um, but it's a thing where I have tried, t- I went in and I did not tell anybody I went to law school, mm-hmm. you know, where I worked full time. No one knew I was a lawyer except for my supervisors. They were the ones that told everybody, be- and then it became a thing of, oh, well she's the lawyer does she knows more than everybody else, and then it became a thing of where I'm just trying to fly under the radar you and just yourself. be a, a normal employee mm-hmm. like everybody else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then it became a thing of now where leadership up top in the agency is coming directly to me to give me work, and then mm-hmm. that's making my supervisors upset because, you know, I'm being being recognized and so on and so forth so it's a thing now where it's like i didn't even put myself in a situation i tried to blend in but mm-hmm. now i'm not blending in and it's a <coughs> problem because i'm doing ex- exceptional work so mm-hmm. it's like one side of it is you gotta do too much and the other side of it is you can't do you can't much. do
1: too much yeah well
3: So in it's my like case if i can interject go for it. um being black being a woman and looking young actually led me to be an entrepreneur because I didn't like the rules. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the expectations. I didn't like that I have to get to point Z by going through all the steps when I know I can get this done much quicker. And because you look at me like I'm this young person when I might not be the youngest person in the office, but I look like the youngest person and I'm a black person and I'm a woman. It felt like I was constricted mm-hmm. it felt like I wasn't allowed to do what I knew I was educated to do what I've applied to do and so it led me outside of corporate America to doing the same thing without so many rules and expectations and so many legacy procedures that were outdated and so it led me to be an entrepreneur because of those stigmas
1: Exactly. yeah mm-hmm. and I have friends that think the same way that you think that never worked um for a corporation <laughs> just you know graduated got licensed have their own private practices um, and I guess I'm kind of caught in between because you kind of get a feel for, <laughs> you know, the be- I'm going to work for the benefits, talk about student loans. Right. And, you know, I'm going to work for my 401k or whatever right. it is. Right. Um, but then you don't have like the freedom, as you spoke about, of absolutely doing your own thing and kind of leading by your own rules and, you and know. And
3: producing the same results. Yeah. You're giving the client the end result that they want it. You're just not doing it the way that mary who's been in the office for 47 years has done it it's the same result i don't have to take the long way mm-hmm. to give you good work mm-hmm.
0: i want to stay with you for a minute jazz one of your things you do is you help people transition from being an employee to being self-employed yes. right and so in that transition if someone's listening that that's interested in that space like is there a blueprint is there like I know every case is different. Every case has its own nuances. But is there something like your standard like steps, like make sure you have this in place or make sure you understand this about your move? Like, what do you tell somebody who's like dying to get out of their job so they can do what they really want to do? How would you advise a person that's listening and wants to do that?
3: The first thing we would look at are your expenses because your expenses are going to be there whether you are on W-2 or you are 1099. Yeah. <laughs> and the expenses <laughs> that good. you have that are necessary are where do you live Mm -hmm. how do you get back and forth to earn the money and Mm -hmm. do you have dependents do you have people that are depending on you so let's look at those first and let's look at what you need at a minimum before you jump because you do need jump money but you need money to maintain and sustain as well. Yes. So we need to look at that first. So Mm -hmm. what's the absolute minimum that you're going to need while you're doing it on your own? And do you have six months saved up? Because Mm -hmm. you're not going to fly as soon as you jump off this ledge. It's not guaranteed that you're going to fly. So you, you might scrape your knee or you might have to crawl you might have to exactly and you're going to take a knee and you're going to start over do you have enough um in savings and surplus to get you past the point where you're learning um by doing you've gone through the mistakes and now okay i don't have to go all the way back to a to get to the next step so now i know i have to do these things because I'm doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. There is no leave. There, there's no holiday mm-hmm. pay. Mm-hmm. There is no. Well, I'm gonna go to work and not really produce, but I'm mm-hmm. still gonna put eight hours on my timesheet. Mm. Once you're doing it, once you are doing it for yourself, <laughs> if you're not killing, you're not eating. Mm. You That's actually good. have to. Hold it. True. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> if, you're you're it if you're not killing, you're not
0: eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ain't eating.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now you are the hunter. You're the gatherer. You are. Then you cook. gotta cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just are. Killing. Everything is not—it's it. not guaranteed to come it. the first, the fifteenth, or the thirty-first. However, your corporate um, structure was set up, so mm-hmm. it's all on you, and you have to have it in advance before you jump out the window. So
0: I love that because, like, when you're dealing with spiritual people, they—they they always the Lord told me. Lord told me to leave my job, right? <laughs> what I like about you, even if the Lord told you, you still better hunt and you better mm-hmm. kill something. and You better mm-hmm. eat. Like, you know what i mean? Like, yeah, you know, like? And then, like, if somebody's, have you ever seen a tightrope walker or you ever been to a circus and they're doing some high wire stuff? If you can just stop them in the middle of the show and say, why are you putting your life at risk like this? <laughs> they will tell you, look under me. And what's under them? A net. A net. There you go. Mm-hmm. You better have something under you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm up here. This is cute. Right. But mm-hmm. there's some reason why I'm taking this because I got a net. And a lot mm-hmm. of people don't move with a net. Mm-hmm. And then they, they never recover from the crash. Yeah. Right. Like they, they become like serial quitters after that but yeah. that net is very important and you need and a plan
3: glad. before you jump like don't just go to work and say you know what i'm sick of this y'all are on my last nerve this is my last day all right it's your last day there but it's your first day on your own what do you have planned for yourself yeah you're about to drown i like that yeah.
0: i like that mm-hmm. i want to ask y'all a question like tell me i want each of you to tell me what your typical day is like like what's a day in the life of a entrepreneur a businesswoman because most of you are doing more than one thing like how do you manage that like how does your day start like what do you put into it Mm -hmm. the whole like thing what are y'all doing to manage all of these things you're juggling who wants to go first like typical day
3: the day this is jazz the day starts the night before so in my case being um at a CPA firm also being a realtor you do that full time yes wow. but the beauty of that is I get to go to different clients I don't have to go straight to the office right. so I still have that freedom and liberty to make sure I'm producing for the client for the CPA firm mm-hmm. um, but as far as real estate
0: is you, I, li- I like how you slid that in there in case they may be listening <laughs> <laughs> I'm still producing <laughs> I'm
3: hmm. still producing yes <laughs> and I'm getting it done yeah. with quality work absolutely <laughs> right, right. Um, and Just as far the fact as that re- somebody's
0: <laughs> riding in the car with me looking at a house while i'm doing it don't I ain't, I don't worry about that
3: right yeah i don't i did the financials have been prepared and they are reconciled um but as far as real estate i got estate, two briefcases
0: behind my seat i actually today. do i have right. that swiss
3: book bag with the laptop on my back so i'm ready i can stop at a starbucks yeah. and sometimes i do because for real estate my appointments have to be set up the day before so there is structure and because you're a realtor or Um, Anyone else in a trade profession that does it on their own, people think they can text you or email you at 1 o'clock or 3 o'clock or 6 a.m., but you you have to enforce... business standard so Mm -hmm. I have business hours no Mm -hmm. you can't just reach out to me because I'm jazz and you follow me on social media Mm -hmm. and say jazz I saw this house can we see it tomorrow well we have standards we Mm -hmm. have to actually make the appointment the appointment has to get approved approved so a day for me starts the day before I have to schedule appointments to see Real estate and I have to map them out So that it makes sense to drive To mm-hmm. Gaithersburg or to Brandywine I went to Brandywine before I came here today Which mm-hmm. is why I don't have a printout of the Questions I feel a certain kind of way about that mm. But um, I didn't have That early mm-hmm. enough I didn't have it last night Uh-oh. But um, No shade <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah. No shade at all It came through this morning
0: yeah, it came in I in a, still in have wee I still have <laughs>
3: She
1: tried.
3: <laughs> it came at 8.32 a.m. So I didn't see it because I was on my way to Brandywine. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I,
1: she already had her that. day started. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. It was completed like around maybe 1.30 a.m oh so but, someone was burning you know, the midnight oil I you know I, can, I yeah. completely yeah. understand yeah. that yeah.
3: but I set my day up the <laughs> night before so I didn't see it but um I have to do that so that I can map out my route and so that I can build in time for family so that I can build in time for sanity and so that I can build in time to get ready for the next day and because there is no slick leave no holiday I don't get any time off so I have to plan it out in a way where I'm not burning myself out where I don't even want to take a consultation I don't want yes. to help the next person because I'm tired because the current roster got on my nerves mm-hmm. and that's all because I didn't manage my own time so I have to manage but my you, time
0: so are you a contractor with the accounting firm too no so you have leave in that world right okay yes right, I got, yes. You. I got yeah. you all right what's your typical day like Sharni I know every day is not the same but typically what do you try to make sure is a part of every day
2: okay uh so I wake up You know, and I try to get my quiet time in because Mm -hmm. the type of work I do at my full time job, I work for the federal government. It is stressful.
0: And how would you define quiet time for somebody who may not know what that is? Oh,
2: okay. So yeah, I wake up. um, Sometimes I might put on my worship music. Sometimes I might not. Um, I try to read my Word or at least a devotional, and I pray. Mm -hmm. um, And then to get my day started. Yeah. Because, and then on the days where. Maybe if I'm too tired or I I feel I always feel so guilty when I don't get it. in. so at the least it takes me 45 minutes to get to work. I'm praying while I'm headed to work, mm-hmm. you know, because if I step foot in that office and I haven't done that, wow. my attitude is so different. How mm-hmm. I approach tasks are different. How I approach people is different. Mm-hmm. It's just because the environment isn't that great of an environment. So if I'm not centered before I walk in there, mm-hmm. I either have to make it a point once I get in there to separate from from the people mm-hmm. and take some time to myself or it's just not going to be that great of a day. So I try to make sure I get that done first.
0: And when do you work on your uh, your personal my brand? Other like,
2: Yeah. So this is what makes it complicated. I can't have my cell phone in my job. Mm. I can't have anything from the outside. So I literally, for... Um, Twelve hours a day. I'm not touching my personal. Wow. Brain. So they I they
0: making sure they get new. Oh, oh wow. okay.
2: So then, I'm, um, when I'm what heading home, what kind of home, place?
0: You can't say. Okay. Um, Good gracious. So then, it's I'm, more deeper than a forensic psychology board of a hospital. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so then, I you know head home, and I once I get home, I depend. I just finished my book my first solo book project. Congratulations. So thank mm-hmm. you. I'm hoping to re- release that in December. I guess I, t- I sent it off for edits today. What's Which the is book called? It's called Mogul Moves. Um, what is it? Practical Tips for Winning at Entrepreneurship. Okay, nice. Um, so that comes out in December. So I sent that off for edits today. Mm-hmm. And so generally what I was doing for the past however many months was leaving work, getting home, and um, figuring out what I'm going to eat, and then jumping directly into the book and starting writing to write you're
0: writing book. you've yeah, been writing. writing at night
2: y- y- yes uh, writing at night because i can't write at work yeah um and then um also because i handle my own social media i am scheduling my post so mm-hmm. that they can automatically post i am checking my email so that if anybody has emailed me and wants to do consults or wants to do business with me i'm doing that mm-hmm. um I have to get back on this wagon. What I used to do back in the spring (laughs) and in the winter, I would leave work and go work out and then do all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. So my nights were... You
0: no, know, I, I was going to get y'all. If both of y'all went through y'all's day and didn't say workout yeah. in front of Doctor Christie, <laughs> all no. I mean she about to tell so y'all both I was, see, listen, I was doing I ain't that. Ain't hear nothing about fitness. I was. No. I was.
1: I, wasn't, I was going to get them so for you. going to get them. No. Okay. So if not in
0: front of you. We going to say <laughs> we don't have no fitness in the whole so, day.
2: So listen, so listen. I'm different than y'all because I don't even like cake you know and yeah, i don't like yeah but you still needed so to
3: be healthy I do, though oh,
1: exactly but <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: that felt, that like, felt shade. like you left yeah, the room. Yeah. i don't e- so look i i <laughs> she got you back for pass about yeah. it
2: you shaded him real <laughs> so yeah. i don't even i think the difference like with me is um when i'm stressed or things like that i do fight or flight i don't eat that's mm. the difference between the other people. One. So you I know, there's the extreme <laughs> So there's some do? eaters yeah, and some people. well no, well, no don't okay, tell no, us. Okay, no, no, no. So let me <laughs> tell you. She wanted them not
1: eaters
0: when no. she's
2: stressed. She no, so, like no. so <laughs> you
0: gotta do something though. No, I do. That's what we don't I wanna do. know. And
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, so here's the thing. You know, I actually went and got this address, which is why it's important to have psychologists. I went to some years ago a therapist. I went at one of those points where I was really stressed and down, and I was losing weight, like I don't know what. And so pretty much she was like, "If you." Just no, get real stressed. No, but it's self-care. <laughs> That's what it really is. It really is self-care. So she was like, if you're not hungry, you don't have an appetite, eat fruit. Eat something light. You don't got to eat a big dinner. Mm-hmm. So now when I feel myself getting – well, first off, if I feel myself getting to that point, I look at my life and say, okay, what needs to change? You know. Um, but then you know, if it's something that I can't necessarily change, it's like go eat some fruit, go eat a sandwich, something. I don't totally just not – You know, anymore because it's unhealthy. So it's just a thing of recognizing and knowing who you are for self-care. And so that's another thing that I try to build in because I'm the type of person who's ambitious, like you and your daughter. It's easy to work, 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 work when I'm passionate about something and not recognizing I'm doing too much. So I literally have to say, all right, are you tired? Go to sleep. It's okay not to do this tonight. You know, it's okay to, to wait to do this tomorrow. And I'm getting better at that. Because my days are so long, you know, I have to yes. build in that
1: time.
0: Okay. Dr. Hall, <laughs> tell us a typical day for you.
1: So um, I had to start working out in the morning because I, in the evenings my days are just too long and crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so i work out anywhere between 5 and 6 in the morning um, for about an hour and a half or two, depending on what my mm. workout schedule is. <laughs> Bless you. Um, and so I meal prep. So, um, <laughs> thanks to my, thanks to my partner, Doctor Joe.
0: Doctor Joe.
1: <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I meal prep on the weekends. Um, because if not, I just my life is crazy. Like, and how I have far to have out a, do you
0: plan meals?
1: At least a week. Sometimes wow. a week and a half. Mm. So, um, That's I just pretty. yeah, I just I mean, but it's real basic. It's not oh, cute. It you. ain't you know. It's <laughs> it's real got basic. protein. <laughs> your vegetables. Mm, <laughs> it's it's real basic. So um, I just meal prep on Sunday or Saturday, sometime during the weekend, and it's all done. Um, So I can just grab and go. And you
0: work full-time at the hospital?
1: I do work full-time at the hospital.
0: So when do you have time for your wellness? So
1: that's when I... clients. So that's why I had to start working out in the morning, because in the evening, I see clients, and I see them virtually. Oh. Yeah. So um, when I first started... My whole premise was, you know, my tagline, we meet you where I meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. So that meant I would come to you because I do have my own therapist, too. I am part of my job as a therapist, but I believe that, you know, what with what I do, with what I want to do and with, mm-hmm. with my idea of what I want to do at the end of the day... um I don't like the traditional setting for me, for Mm -hmm. me to help other people. So um, I meet you where you are. I would go, sometimes I still do, make house calls, Mm -hmm. meet you at Starbucks or the library, out or in the gym, um, just outside of a typical sterile office setting. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but now for the most part, I see clients virtually. Um, So that means I go home to my home office and see them virtually. So I'll see two to three clients. What
0: What platform do you usually use? Um, zoom or skype or something yeah, like that yeah
1: yeah skype mm-hmm.
0: let me ask y'all a question because we're running out of time i want to get some of, some of these questions um have y'all found that your business practice has had an impact on your social relationships
2: yes yeah absolutely mm-hmm. it's helped
3: like all of it. you all
0: single yes yeah so talk talk about <laughs> how being so driven and successful has impacted your social relationships
1: well, I mean, first of all, you are talking about money. Like, you can't just be, oh, I'm a girl. I'm a, you know, like, I'm, I, I'm so social. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a social butterfly. I want to go do everything, but I can't because I have to spend money on, you know, advertisement or I have to spend money on gas or I have like, to right. spend, like, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. you just don't have the, the coins right. to go to all the brunches or all the parties. Not only do you not have the money, but you don't have the time.
0: The time, yeah. The even time. If the money, even if you, you have the, have the time, money, yeah. you don't
1: have the the time so you know you have to build in you know when everybody else is done with their nine to five you still are like you said working working on your personal you know the time is just where do you have
0: ain't no happy hour ain't no happy
1: hour Mm -mm, because i have no time left at the end of the day so the time is the most important aspect um for me that you you know you kind of have to how about
0: y'all
2: i think mine is more of a seasonal thing Mm -hmm. so i will go through seasons like for instance with this book where I needed to, just to get it done. So there mm-hmm. were times, you know, with my, I have a really good close friends and I, you know, had been dating somebody, but mm-hmm. really good close friends who, um, we went to Sight and Sound um, in Pennsylvania a couple weeks ago, but literally the week of, I was like, yo, I gotta cancel, I can't go, I need to finish this book because yeah. it's a long time coming, you know, and then they were like, you have been working hard for this long, you need to take a break. And mm-hmm. then it was just like, yeah, you're right, I need to take a break. I was like, but i am going write on the bus. So, you know, I'm on the bus, <laughs> like, didn't get no writing done but I didn't feel guilty because I needed to take that time you yeah. know but there are times where I'm just like y'all know no um I can't come to the pool party today or no I can't do this can't do that at first I think it you know it was more of a shock to them because they were used to me mm-hmm. you know being able to mm-hmm. do everything and go everywhere or what have you but now i think they're they've adjusted to it and they respect and, and now they're trying to do their own things as well so it's it's good because now yeah. we're all you know doing the same thing well, success does not yeah. come without sacrifice yes. and that's Something's how
0: yeah. a lot of my friends are
1: something. too like yes. we everybody is like you know doing their own thing because almost all my friends have you know Esquires or, you know, masters or whatever, Mm -hmm. PhDs, Um, but nobody likes their job or nobody, you know, likes what they, you know, went to school for working for the federal government that used to be like, ooh, the pie in the sky, but now it's like... Let me get this work done on the side while I'm, you know, over here or whatever. Because it's almost like
2: you have to. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, when you, for for dating, you do have to make the time. Like, if that's something you want to do, you just do have to make the time. And then, too, that person has to understand. I was just going to say. They have to be a very understanding person. And I think I'm of the, you know, at least me, of the opinion, you know, know, whoever I date is going to have to understand it. I'm a very driven person. This is who I am. And I'm going to support you, but I need you equally to be there to support me right so you know I think it's it hard
3: cool. because um, because we are public or because I am public with my advertising and with my business and with my endeavors people assume that I'm not available to date or I'm not available to socialize and when it comes to dating people assume that oh jazz I can't get with you because I have to have my stuff together well yes you do Mm -hmm. but (laughs) you can still (laughs) approach me you can still have a conversation try your hand right exactly (laughs) (laughs) let's analyze the situation first before you make this assumption but as far as how it has affected me socially I believe well I've heard too many times that well people don't approach you because you just seem like you're so busy or you seem like you're so ambitious and they don't know how to approach you well just speak yeah
0: well you know posts usually highlight segments of our life not the total life True. Mm-hmm. like we're not posting i'm sitting here watching tv eating, right eating potato chips <laughs> right, you <don't> see that, <laughs> right. right? <laughs> there's a part of our life where we're not that busy we can't do that stuff exactly. binge
1: watching <laughs> netflix or
0: something who do you look up to in your industry like who's your industry standard or benchmark is there somebody you like Oh yeah, that person right there is someone that I would want to emulate or or um, accomplish similar success in that. Like I know in my industry who that is. Who who is the person or what is the standard in your industry? And I, I'm I'm more so talking about your passion area, but if you want to talk about your professional, because y- y'all have some like who do you look up to?
1: When I saw that question, I w- there is no. Um,
0: to forensic psychologist Right I, <laughs> <laughs> But in the wellness but space But in the wellness world <laughs> Yeah that's what I mean We're talking about in that space
1: In that space I re- I've been following her For a long time Macy Aries Or is that how you say her name? Macy Aries Even She's Serena Williams show. Oh you're talking about Macy Aries Yeah I love her Um, I love I Like I remember watching her And sometimes I, I just have to be honest I get envious of people That don't have the um, educational acumen to follow mm-hmm. their like personal um, you know success, but that goes to show you that it it does have a lot to do with like hard work sure. and mm-hmm. you know networking and connections mm-hmm. and you know see that you know fitness expos and i'm not you know what i mean you
0: said she works with serena williams
1: um i said and serena williams oh okay i got yeah, you yeah, yeah yeah, and you know of course serena because it's serena and now you know she she's a mother now and you know she's like a, a mom mogul or a beast mogul or a business mogul so those are the types of people, people that i to? admire yes like women that like can do it all because for such a long time i remember i had a obgyn actually that told me i had to t- decide whether I wanted to be a businesswoman and, and a professional or if I wanted to be like a wife and a mom. And I'm like, well, I'll, in my head, I want to be able to do it all. And I think most women do want to be able to do it all. Um, and it's just like, OK, what does that mean to you? You know, like you were talking about partners. What type of partner are you going to have? What type of support system are you going to have? So the people that I admire are the ones that are wives and mothers and businesswomen and and appear to have it all, but I'm certain that, you know, I was reading a post from Serena the other day when she said her daughter like ran up and down the, ho- the aisle on the plane and, and showed her that water. she right yeah. <laughs> that she was not like, <laughs> you know, the beast person that she you know is, but um people that are honest and can you know appear to have it all I guess so to right. speak yeah. that's that's who I admire.
0: Sharnay, yeah. who who do you look up to? And you said you have a word multi potential light. Oh yes. What does that mean, and who do you look up to?
2: Okay, so a multi-potentialite is a person that has several passions, Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: they don't feel the need to choose just one. Right. Um. I think a lot of people, um, specific. I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but I know, like, as a kid, this is is one of the things I talk about in my book: is, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and they try to pin you down to that Mm -hmm. one thing you want to be when you grow up. When as a kid, like, I mean, even adults, we change that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're we're still trying to figure that out, like a Mm -hmm. lot of times, even as an adult. So to me, you know, I was the sister. I have three sisters and they were very career focused, knew exactly what they wanted to do and and did it. Me, that was not me. I was always the the Jill of all trades. I was always very good at a whole lot of different things. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult for me to choose. And so I always thought something was wrong with me for that.
1: Mm -hmm. Where do you fall in line?
2: I'm the second daughter. Okay. So I have it's four Uh-oh. of us, four girls.
0: <laughs> Doc, docs <you> me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Processing. Four girls. But my older sister, my older sister is a doctor. The sister under me is a nurse practitioner and my baby sis she um is a a firefighter, EMT, but she's a stay-at-home mom right now taking care of her kids, but they all went into medicine, knew it. At, literally, we have it on tape when my sister is like six years old saying so she wants to be a pediatrician, and now she's a psychologist. She's going to you <laughs>
0: she talk to you after this. but we don't have time. To yeah. her to do you. So, so what, who do you look now, up to? I chose
2: not to choose one, so that's pretty much what it is. Um, and who do I look up to? That's a difficult question, but I think she does a lot of what I see myself doing is um, Marshawn Evans. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she's a lawyer, um, also a believer, and she's <coughs> she she was on I think The Apprentice like on in the earlier seasons, but mm-hmm. she's like doing amazing. She's like um, entertainment law ish okay. or whatever. <laughs> but I differ from what she's doing in that I think I'm going to be more on the ground in the whole estate planning area. Um, I guess we'll talk about that another time. But yeah. Marshawn Evans, and then I'm trying to create. She invited my own herself lane. back already.
0: you right. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean,
1: know. if you want me back, I mean, because we'll do a n- whole another one. I mean, you we know, need party. to do two
0: parts. Was just y'all. <laughs> I'm ready. Usually, I only interview one person, so <laughs> it's, it's kind of harder with three people. Yeah. All right, Jazz. Who do you look up to?
3: Um, Egypt Sherrod, uh Lisa Nichols, um, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, and sometimes Oprah. Um, Lisa and E.T., the hip-hop preacher, more so because their story is very similar to mine. They were both homeless at some point. I wasn't homeless per se, but sleeping on the floor is good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, So with them building literally from the bottom and now having the opportunity and the platform to tell people that they can accomplish whatever they want to accomplish um, they inspire me and i listen to them often in egypt Sharad, because she's in real estate and she was selling on my level before she made it to HGTV, and now she has a platform where people want to listen to her too so i just want to continue to grow in the direction where people want to listen to the advice that will get them to where they want to go mm-hmm.
0: That's great. That's great. How can people contact y'all? This time flew by today. How can I people did, contact did. or connect with you if they want to they wanna have you speak? They want to buy a house. They want to stop eating donuts and cake. <laughs> like, how do people contact y'all? Say your name and how y'all want people to reach out to you, how you can get in touch with y'all.
2: Okay, I'll start. Um, this is Sharnae. You can look me up on Instagram at smith. That's S-H-A. R-N-A-E dot Smith. Um, the link is in my bio. That is to my website. Okay. Nice. My name is Jazz Perry. And you can find
3: What's me on jazz? Instagram. What's the
0: Jazz? Was that short for Jasmine? Or it's short Jazz? For Jazzy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All
3: right. Um, okay. My name. Um, okay. <laughs> I can explain right, more uh, <laughs> after we wrap. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at my uh, profile, Wealth Builder. And that's the catch all. And for real estate, it's MVP DMV, MVP DMV. And my email address is my name is Jay Perry at Gmail dot com.
1: All and right. This is Dr. Chrissy. Um, my email address is Wholesome Minds LLC at Gmail. So that's W.H.O.L.E.S.O.M.E.N.I.N.D.S.L.L.C. at Gmail dot com same for my um ig as well as my website of minds llc
0: mm-hmm. all right well thank each of you for being with us today we appreciate y'all taking the time to be here thank on you, the Key battle podcast i hope y'all were inspired by their story that you learned something from their journey today and that y'all reach out to them on those platforms that they gave y'all today thanks again ladies thank, thank you, yeah. you for appreciate having y'all us. being here and we'll catch y'all next week right here on the Keith Battle Podcast.